I'm Stargate Pioneer. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 221 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast coming at you live on Harry Potter's birthday, July 31st, 2016. Oh, I don't really follow with that i'm sorry oh you don't happy fo- birthday harry potter you don't follow the potter i don't care about the potter you are, you are sorry we have to tell you something right now willie you're fired well, well hold on a second that seventh movie was so bad which which seventh movie care. part one or part two of it part one the actual seventh movie i don't care if it's part one is part is the eighth movie if it's part two it's separated but did you read the book do you really think I took the time to read the damn Harry Potter books? You should read the books. I'm in the Bible the Belt. They burn them here. It's witchcraft. <laughs> okay, he's not too far <laughs> off there. They they probably would burn them there. Yeah, but that's true. I did go to, oh my god, last night I found myself in a predicament. Uh-oh. Went to Winston-Salem to, uh, to for later in the news, to a Best Buy, where the closest place where they were having a demo, which I'll talk about later, but later in the night, went to Bowman Grace Racetrack. Okay. A little small racetrack where oh, I got so many rednecks. I was surrounded. They had a racer's prayer at the beginning. I was like, am I supposed to do something here? I have a question, and this could just be my, my own ignorance. But where does the term redneck come from? Guessing when you're out in the sun for so long, your neck gets red. But y'all wear sunscreen. No, if I recall correctly, it was something to do with red bandanas from back in earlier days of America, and they were all wearing bandanas that covered their necks that were red for something. I don't honestly remember. We can check the Google machine though. Chris, are you from the South just like me? I was born in South Carolina. Okay. I, that, well, I was because like, I mean. Lived in Australia, and you know you don't wear your sunscreen, you get pretty red. But I mean that place is more southern than y'all southern folks. So then y'all, did we just hear Naki say y'all? Not she, the first time. She did say it? Yes. I say it a lot, just because I think it's a funny word, y'all. I don't think I ever say it. There you go. Draftsman's here to save us in the chat room. He goes, it comes from the Scotch Irish wearing red bandanas. Oh, there we go. I didn't I have think time to keep researching. I was trying to, but oh, I didn't care enough. Oh, I was just curious because, you know, 
it, it's such it's said in such a derogatory way though so it's like why is it derogatory it's okay jeff foxworthy's taking it back <laughs> just like randall and right clerks too oh no don't say that word that randall says i didn't clerks even too. know that was a slur when i watched the movie for the first time in theaters like i looked at my buddies like is that really a slur is that a real thing or they just make up something well, like not real they i didn't know about that until i was like 18 and i was working with a with a guy who was of african descent and um we were making, we were calling each other animal names, and I called him a monkey. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing well, until he, until like it, later it, on. It was done in ignorance, was, at least. So yeah, like well, like so later on, but like he he had called he called me something that's some some Asian one that I can't even remember what it is now. I just remember calling him that. And the girl who I was working with, like, it gave me this look, like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. And I'm like, what? We were we were like calling each other names, like whatever. And he's, she's like, no, that's a really bad name. I was like, really? I didn't know. And I had wound up do, using the Google machine later. I'm like, oh shit. So thank you everyone for joining ATGN 221 to learn about racial slurs. <laughs> I do have one more stereotype. <laughs> okay, let's go for it then. In for a penny, in for a pound. When I was working as a delivery driver for this one place, I'll 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 say their name. Takeout Triad, pretty nice place. Uh, I started I, when I first started as a delivery driver. It was they just started up. It was cool. It was interesting to see a company grow from the very beginning. But anyway, this black dude I worked with, he oh my god, I can't believe the stereotype. He said, I didn't even know tipping was a thing until I started working here. He was in his mid twenties. I was like, "Oh my god, that—that's a stereotype." It I really thought. is. I'm not sure how to how to transition out of this, but hey. I mean, there's there's, there's other like, but there's other cultures that like have really weird like things that we wouldn't consider to be slurs, but they do. Like Irish consider tinker a slur, and I don't know what that means. I don't either. We probably shouldn't use the slurs we don't know alive on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. What could we go wrong? Nazi's a minority, technically, right? I am a minority. It's fine, but no, um, no, I'm, I'm legit just asking what these mean because I never heard of it as being a slur until like someone just looked at me like, what? And I'm like, what? What did I say? Why? I don't know what's going on. Why is everybody mad at me? <laughs> well. Um, I'm not even sure how to transition off of this awkward conversation, and I normally hit a button. So You're welcome. Uh, yeah, thanks Sweet for that, guys. Jesus. Before we actually get into the news of the week, we should probably do something that's sort of become a bit on the show. It's time for your Pokemon Go update. I need a nice Yay. bump for that, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, or something like that. Um, so I'm still level 14, because I barely played this week, because I'm terrible. But yep. I did manage to catch... Hang on. I remember the name of it, so I can remember. Still no Psyducks, in case anybody's wondering. I still have no Psyducks. Uh, Neil, thanks, thank you, has been messaging me every time he gets a Psyduck. So I don't have a Psyduck either. It's okay, Naki. Let me see. Let me see how many I have. I'll give you all of them, Naki. They're the best Pokemon. Let me see. Come on, scroll, scroll. Stop lagging. Stupid old phone. Where is it at? Come on, Venonat, Venomoth. So, yeah. Oh, I got four this, Psyduck currently. You can have them all. So this morning I caught a star you on the way to breakfast, and I got an execute execute 
um, last night while driving. While well, driving, huh? I wasn't huh? driving. Okay, I was going to say. I wasn't driving. <laughs> I hatched a rye horn. Um, oh, I need one of those. Uh, and uh, right now I'm close to hatching another 10K, so we'll see what happens there. Also, okay, just because I'm, I'm going to bitch about Pokemon for a second here. So there's this Weedle that shows up in my backyard constantly, and it's just like a level 84 Weedle. That motherfucker will not be caught. Like, he just... He keeps break, and I can't justify wasting Pokeballs on are Weedles. You, are you giving him raspberries? I give him the raspberry... I give him the great ball. I don't even give him, like, a regular Pokeball. And that little bitch breaks out of it every time and just... And so I exit out. I run away or whatever. And the thing just sits there in my tracking screen like, ha, 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 bitch. Ha, ha, you can't catch me, bitch. Did, yeah. did, did you just say you gave the Weedle a raspberry, so you went up to him and... That's, I would eat it. Like, the, those things are tiny. Like, that big. Why would you eat it? They're delicious. Raspberries are delicious. Protein. I don't know about the Weedles. Other. I've never eaten one. I mean, Weedles would be for a little protein, and most of those things are, right? I mean, they're bugs. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Nah, nah, fair use alarm, fair use alarm. I didn't sing I it. I just I said stopped. it. I stopped. So, are you guys familiar with the Pokemon Go Plus wearable that was supposed to be coming out? Or the I wristband? I heard some news about this, but go ahead. So, the news I was going to bring up on this one, then I know that Willie has some thoughts on how Niantic might be effing up Pokemon, is oh, that God. this... Uh, this wearable was supposed to be coming out at the end of this month. As we're speaking, it's the end of July. It was supposed to drop by the end of July. It has now been pushed back to sometime in September, according to a tweet from Nintendo of America. And why it's kind of important for some folks, I was never going to buy it. But what it is, is literally a wrist strap that looks like a Pokeball that has a button that goes on your wrist. And it would notify you when you pass Pokestops, and you could literally hit the button. It would spin the Pokestops for you. You'd get the Pokeballs or whatever comes from it. It would also help you catch Pokemon you've already caught before. If it buzzes and you hit the button, you could catch Pokemon that you've already caught. Not new ones, but old ones, which is kind of important when you're trying to, you know, get Pokemon candies out of the grinder to level up and evolve. Or Stardust. Or Stardust. So that has been delayed, and there have been some changes to the app, uh, Suncast brought one up that I had heard also in the chat room. He says they took out battery saver mode in the iOS update. For those that aren't familiar, that was a mode that you could turn on in there. If you put your phone upside down and put it in your pocket, it would turn off the screen but keep the app running. I, can't, I don't think it worked anyways. It did for Android at least. It, it was working yeah. for me, but I'm starting to think that it might have been yanked out of Android. And I'll take a look at my phone to find out. But I was I downtown yesterday and I put my phone in my pocket upside down like it's done before. So that I could put it into that into that away mode or whatnot, so it track my steps. And then when I next pulled my phone out, it had opened up like my instant messenger app and had scrolled through a bunch of messages somehow. And I was like, "What the hell?" And then the next time, it had opened Facebook somehow. So I'm starting to think it's not actually disabling my screen when I put it upside down in my pocket, which is aggravating because I don't want to go around staring at my phone the entire time I'm playing Pokemon Go or walking. Battery around. saver is still in Android. See, there it is. But it, I don't know if it works. It wasn't working correctly for me yesterday then. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. But it's one of many changes that have been going in. I heard about another one that is, if you've played Pokemon Go, you know you can click the button in the bottom right-hand corner to show all the Pokemon near you. And there used to be a little footsteps beneath them to show proximity. Yeah, they yanked that out now too. Well, the tracker's been broken for a few weeks anyways, but yeah, all the footsteps are gone. Not that there's, sh not that there's shit around me, but ever, other than a Pidgey and a rat. Yeah. So, I do live in the suburbs. It's just a thing. 
And Suncast has brought up a good point. He says, the problem I have with the removal is just how much more battery it's going to use. And yeah, Pokemon Go is not efficient on a battery on the best of days, which is why that away mode was fantastic. Having yanked that out on iOS, at least, oh, that's going to suck for you guys. Oh, yeah. God. I just wish mine worked on Android. I it wish doesn't. it worked, period, the end, like most of the time. But it doesn't. See, the problem is I have fun with it most of the time, but then when it just goes like crazy it really annoys me and i kind of want to rage quit and i'm i'm not there yet because i'm only playing it just for shits and giggles when i'm walking around and doing stuff i'm not really going out of my way to play so much but right and i'm in the same boat i haven't spent any money on it yeah Naki, that's everything any... that's around me right now i still oh, have you, footsteps you for some reason footsteps i don't have footsteps anymore um but i, oh, I uh, need some evies i'm gonna pay attention i'm playing pokemon though i need <laughs> evies too um because I want to evolve my Eevees, but I don't have any. I have like five, which is not enough to evolve. That's why I'm trying to catch them. I need to evolve them. That's literally what I'm doing right now, guys. So sorry for the... Uh, Eevees are everywhere here. The poor production work. I just caught one. I need to... Um, yeah. There's there's a bunch that I need to catch. But like on the way home from the Sox game last week, we caught a coughing and a wheezing. So like it's like, well, I guess I don't have to evolve this now. But, That's true. Right now we're we're in a battle for the gym. We're keeping it right now the blue team mystic all the way. I captured my first gym on Friday. It was exciting. Yeah. And it was one of my favorite places to eat in town. So it made it even better. I only had the gym for like thirty seconds because the game wow. kept glitching out. No, no, it, it because the game kept glitching out, I would be literally right at the place that's marked, and then all of a sudden it would leap me like three blocks down the road and I'd be like, What the hell? And I couldn't stay there and do much of anything. It was Got frustrating. <laughs> We should probably stop playing Pokemon Go on the air, I imagine. But hey, well, Willie, you had some thoughts about what is going wrong with Pokemon Go or what well, could go wrong. Well, apparently, so that three-step glitch has been in effect for longer than the game's even been, uh, for more than the actual it worked uh, since, like, what, sometime last week. And so the update yesterday said, you know what? Let's just get rid of the whole three, any footsteps. You get no footsteps. So you just got to figure out where they are. So you can't track anything. And they even, uh, there are some third-party, uh, like, Pokemon trackers will show you on a map where the spawns are. And they have since, apparently since the update, taken a bunch of those down. If all, Almost all of them. And uh, one of the bigger ones, uh, PokeVision, people like to use. The guy who was running that, uh, his Twitter was pretty damn funny. I think he says, uh, was it, at Yang Klui? I don't know how to pronounce that. says, you don't invent Marco Polo, get 80 million players to join, then remove the polo part and expect people to keep playing. So there is no way to track where they are, in-game or out-of-game. And they, so, just, there's Pokemon around you. Good luck finding them. Well, that, that's partly what they want you to do, is just wander out aimlessly trying to catch them. I mean, that's the goal of it. So I sort of understand where they're coming from, from trying to yank out these third-party folks that are actually building the trackers. But from someone who actually tries to play the game and doesn't want doesn't have time to go walk around for five hours to find one Pokemon, it kind of helps to know where things are going to spawn or if something spawns around you, so you can go there. Now, for all, I, for all I know, this is some violation of their terms of service when you signed up. I have no idea. Well, as far as I know, they only popped up when that three-step glitch happened. Okay. And a lot of people were saying, we only want to use this till they fix this. When they fix this, we'll go back. I don't know if that's true for a so lot of people. they did fix it by removing the feature. <laughs> well, yeah, as of yesterday. And I don't, I don't know if they did this 
like if they fix this or not, but there have been people, and I know this because I have IT, I, I work with a lot of IT people, um, who have connected their i their their phones to like other countries <laughs> and have picked up Mr. Mimes and stuff. Well, there way. are people that have spoofed their GPS and done things like that, which is technically a violation of the terms of service for Pokemon Go, is my understanding. So they could yep. ban your account for doing so. Then there are people like Willie and I who told uh, our good friend, the one verified Cody Goff here on the Gonna Geek Network, catch some extra Mr. Mimes while you're in Spain for us. We'll trade when the trades turn on. I told him I'll trade him whatever my highest level CP is or whatever he wants. I don't care. Yeah, he wants a Psyduck just so he can lord it over Naki. Everybody wants a Psyduck to make fun of me and be like, I have a Psyduck and you don't. It's okay, Naki. I don't have one yet, but when I get one, I'll be sure to screen capture it and send it to you multiple times across hey. all the many, social media. Do you know how many Psyducks I transferred so far? Ugh. I yeah. love Psyduck. I just want an army of Psyducks. I'm I low level. I basically, if if I was a Pokemon, I would be a Psyduck because he constantly have a head, has a headache, always wants to lie down, he can't do anything right, and he fumbles everything. Shut up, Anthony, you suck. He hasn't even <laughs> talked once yet. You can't tell him to shut up if he hasn't talked. Oh, and Suncast has two Psyducks. Fuck you all. It was the first thing I evolved out of an egg. I didn't even catch it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, eh, get it from eggs. Oh, and the speaking of eggs, I have... First Three yeah. 10k eggs ready to hatch right now. Ooh. 51 Eevee candy. Nice. Jesus Christ. Boise is Eevee town. I've the evolved first... like four Vaporeons, a couple Jolteons, some Flareons. I don't even yeah. know how many I've caught. We have tons some... of those fuckers here. Oh yeah, same here. I have a lot of um, Shelders. I, think it's... I don't oh, have any of, any of those. What did I get last night? I got a new one. Oh, no, since we were in uh, Winston-Salem uh, yesterday, there is a park down over there, Tanglewood, I think it's called, where there apparently is Charmanders as far as the eye can see over there. I caught a few. <laughs> I have not had one until <laughs> yesterday. Oh, I love mm. our chat room. I love Charmander our peanut gallery. I finally caught a ghastly last night while we were out and about. Nice. Yay. So I look in our little peanut gallery here and I see the Jurassic go. I do not play Pokemon Go. I will start playing the game and go find a Psyduck, Psyduck just so I can stop playing it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> catch just a Psyduck. He'll have a Psyduck and a Charmander. He'll screenshot it, show it to Naki, and quit the game. Yeah. Going back a couple steps, we have a Wesley who said, when trading in Pokemon, does anyone else imagine they're grinding them up and feeding them to the strongest to make it more powerful? Or is that just me? Um, I actually picture a wood chipper, and it goes in the wood chipper and comes out candy. Ooh, I like that. That's how, I, that's how my envision goes. So we'll probably start, we'll start wrapping up the Pokemon Go talk. We talked about how the third-party access was getting pulled out from these apps. Suncast had said, and yet Niantic is okay with people putting their phone on a turntable to hatch eggs, but not Pokemon tracking sites. <laughs> there Wait, is one that I know of that does work, though. There, there's still one out there. I don't remember which one it is. I found it. There's actually an app in the Android marketplace. If you want, hide it. No, go ahead and say it. Do you think anyone from Nintendo of America? So they won't find it. Do you think anyone from Nintendo watches our show? It's not Nintendo. It's Niantic. Do you think anyone from Niantic watches our show? So many bad things about that company. Like they are just not transparent with anything they do. Well, remember they did uh, accidentally have access to everything in your Google account on iOS for a while. Not that that's worrying or anything. Well, they did yank that out. It is not doing it anymore. Hey, they, 
Who knows what they could have done with that little bit of time? But anyway, uh, Poke Scanner. It is apparently a separate, like third party, like even from an app store. You can't find an app store. You have to find it from a website. <laughs> that, that sounds and legit, right there. I just did it today, and it seems to work. Did your phone and, and, melt down from viruses yet? No. Excellent. And I found out there's a park right down the road from me with a bunch of Poke Stops. I thought I had to drive like a mile down the way. Now it's just about maybe two-fifths of a mile. Oh, we know where Willie's going after the show then, don't we? I'm sick. I ain't going to walk around this heat. That's, that's a stock good up thing. on the Pokeballs. Pokeballs. Well, guys, we have spent 20 minutes talking about Pokemon Go. I guess it's probably that time that we uh, transition over into the news of the week. Once I find the button, because I lost the button somehow. There it is. Button, button, button. See, I totally didn't even miss it. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Yeah, so it's that part of the show where we talk about what we think might be the most interesting news of the week. And I was going to pick on Naki and make her go first because I knew she'd been struggling, but I'm going to give her more time to try and figure out what she wants to do for yeah. her news of the week. Watch no, her catch a Psyduck during this. Yes. That'll be her news of the week. You can pick on me. It's fine. No, no, it's okay. We're going to go to Willie first because he has something interesting from some firsthand experience he got yesterday. Like I said yesterday, I was in Winston-Salem. It's the closest place. I had to go to a Best Buy for a PSVR demo. So I got to try it. But here's a little bit of a story because yesterday was full of problems. <laughs> Rednecks, heat, Charmander's out the ass, whatever. But I mean, as soon as I get there. Charmander's, that is a problem. <laughs> Ow. I did name a Flareon next day spicy, so... <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> nice. So, um, when I got there, I saw the little spot where it is, where they set up. And I go over there, there's no one there, TV's off, the guy's at lunch. Oh, no. I'm like, are you... It, you're only here from 10.30 to 3.30, and you need a lunch between all that? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I guess, you know, company, protocols, whatever, I can understand that. I think we waited, like, 40 minutes in the Best Buy for him to get back. Ugh. Apparently it's through a third-party group or something, not, not even with Best Buy, not even with PlayStation, just some third-party guy. But just walking around, having a good time Best Buy, checking, oh, yeah, this, oh, yeah. I was thinking about picking up Con Air on Blu-ray. Hell, yeah. Only, only because they didn't have the DVD. I have the VHS sitting right beside me over there. I, I don't have a VHS player, so I can't show it to the girlfriend. She really needs to watch that movie. But, uh... Does so, about, shut up, Naki. <laughs> so, uh, she needs so, she needs the power of the Nick Cage mullet. That's what she exactly. needs. Oh, that balding mullet. What's uh, the song from that movie? Uh, it was some ballad that's in that movie that just makes me laugh every time I hear it now. Shit. Anyways, continue. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, forty minutes go by, and this guy finally shows up. Uh, the girlfriend goes first. She puts, you know, he sets it up on her head, and she goes. She does a uh, the demo where she goes. She's in an underwater, like little uh, cage. Okay. Looking at all the little fishies go by, stingrays, and all of a sudden a shark comes up and bites part of the cage, and it keeps attacking the cage. And I'm actually videotaping her. I don't even know if she knows this. I have a video of this. <laughs> of her mouth just going agape, like, <gasps> and just looking around frantically. It was hilarious. Nice. And she actually had a better experience with it than I did because I tried something a little bit different with it. 
I tried the uh, tank battling thing. Uh, we actually use a controller and move around and stuff. The first part was pretty awesome. I'm like looking around, seeing my whole, the whole console in front of me. The joysticks move like little levers on the left and right side, I guess, for like moving. I'm like, oh, that is cool. Like moving, I'm looking around and stuff. And then when it finally get out, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the camera on the uh, TV, the, the PlayStation camera, is moving or something because my vision is now is now the uh, the view outside the tank and the view of the inside tank, all the internal stuff is now over here. I can't see over anything in front of me. So I'm like, I see I see a little map over there. I can't shoot anything because I can't see it. Luckily, I get past. I'm just like going right up to my uh, radar where tanks are, and right in front of me, and just shooting, getting them. And all of a sudden, thank God, some flying things in the air where I can actually see them <laughs> and aim at them and fire at them. I was like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. Um, the good thing I can tell you now is there is no weight problem at all with this. It's you, lightweight. Then. You barely feel like it's there. Really comfortable. Uh, it does adjust. To, you know, for head, there's like a little button you can press to kind of. Gooch it into your uh, face so it fits comfortably. Um, before the demo uh, started, there was like a little screen that came up, and we talked about this uh, way back, uh, where it looked like I was in a movie theater and just staring at this gigantic screen. I could look around at the side. I was like, this would be awesome for watching a movie. Because it's like I'm on my own personal movie theater. So that is one of the applications I've heard people talk about is watching movies as a group where you that. So literally you could have the experience like you're in the theater and you turn your head to the right and make, hey, there's Willie sitting next to me. And you could have that experience. I don't know how cool that would be in the long term, but short term it's kind of an interesting idea. Um, what about for people with glasses? Does it I, fit over glasses? Everything I've heard, uh, everything I've heard says it does work with with glasses, like there's no real issues with it from what I've heard. Okay. Uh, the girlfriend does wear glasses, but she was wearing contacts yesterday, so no experience firsthand with that. And I don't, I don't wear glasses at all or contacts. So one of the complaints uh, I'd heard about the HTC Vive is that a it was a little heavy, and b you sweat like a mofo when you wear that thing. Did you feel like you were going to start sweating a ton around like the uh, the eyes and where it clamps on? Well, I did start sweating a little bit. But mind you, I was also a little bit on the sick side. Okay. Point taken. So eight. I mean, that I don't know if it had anything to do with that. I, I don't know. I'll probably ask girlfriend see if she had any problems with sweating or anything. But I don't think it was. I didn't really. I had a little bit of problem at the very end, but I only. I only think that's because I was a little bit on the sick side. Gotcha. So you're spreading, you're spreading disease and pestilence. Yeah. So whoever used the headset next, they had wipes. Sweaty germ bugs. Antibacterial wipes. So shut your mouth holes. And spreading disease and pestilence. Hey, hey! This world needs a little less people. So I don't care. I can't argue with you. That's true. I don't think you're completely wrong there. So the, the unofficial <laughs> Willie Nelson review of PlayStation VR. Are you on board with it? Then you think it's going to be a thing? If I can, if it's possible, I will probably get it day one. It, but from what I hear, pre-orders are already shut down because they have reached capacity. Who knows? Maybe my area hasn't had that problem at the game, local GameStop because it's not. Greensboro is the third biggest city in the in the state, but who knows? Maybe they have so another spare so they can throw in there. Or you. Can I do want to steal it and run away. Ooh, like I should have done that yesterday. There you go. I mean, that guy seems yeah. a little lackadaisical. 
be fine. You should have just been like, I hey, do. why don't you take a smoke break and I'll watch this equipment for you? And then just be like, sneak, 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 sneak. I mean, there was 40 minutes where he wasn't even there. Was the stuff there? Oh, yeah. Oh, you I lost your chance that then. You lost your chance. There. It had a little piece of paper with like a hand, like a bad handwriting underneath that said, do not touch. <laughs> but the uh, Best Buy people, they were looking at it like hawks. They were like, make sure no one was messing with it. So what you over there look, they were like looking over. I was like, whoa. What you need down. to do is pay Should off the Best Buy people. Yeah. Go over there and flash. Yeah, there you I go. Say, Daddy real- needs a PlayStation VR. Go do this. True love means flashing strangers so that you get free shit. And Does I didn't really? get to see the little box that uh, you have to have plugged in. I guess the extra little processor unit, I guess, to run it that has to be plugged into. And it, they also had us use, uh, the, I guess, the PlayStation branded like uh, headphones. Okay. And so uh, no real problems there. Like I said, no weight, pro- no weight problem. Like I wasn't like, oh, my head, my neck is getting so tired. Uh. And that was a good like 10-minute demo I tried. It should be interesting then. I'm very curious to hear your impressions on it when you eventually get it and get to play it in your house because we all know you're going to get it eventually. It is the, it does come out the day. the first of us. October 13th will be the day it comes out and that's the day before the girlfriend's birthday. She asks me, so you're not going to be there for my birthday? You're just going to be in the virtual world? I was like, you damn right. I'll be there virtually. Just get him to put a webcam in. At least she's aware. I mean... Yeah, you got to keep those expectations at the right level right there. You've set the bar low right now, so if you do show up for even a couple minutes now, you have succeeded as a person. You oh, she might be there with me. She, she likes it. I want to try more of this. She, she didn't really care about the Google Cardboard I had, really. Now she was like, I want to try it when we get back. See, there you See, go. There you go. It's like, okay. I do have Pornhub on there. You can try the VR for that. <laughs> there is so okay. You might have lost some points there by being like, "Try VR porn." Then <laughs> I did well, make her try it. Did you really? <laughs> she like it was interesting, and that was it. <laughs> there's a, so there's a, a woman I follow on Instagram who is a well, I don't follow her, but she keeps popping up in my people you should follow thing on Instagram, where uh, she is an adult dancer and she was doing v, uh, VR porn like on Instagram and she's like there is a giant cock making its way towards me and this is weird and I'm in this industry <laughs> so uh, VR porn kind of freaks me out that thought of VR porn yeah, me too so as we move off the VR topic though it's been asked in the chat room will it work if you're drunk I'm thinking probably too well I mean what probably make would... motion sick yeah I had no motion sickness problem at all myself. Were uh, you the drunk? Guy did warn about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but the guy did warn about that beforehand. He's like, uh, if you sense any discomfort, just uh, take it off. And it's like, uh, okay. Don't throw up on my equipment, basically. It's above everything, so unless I vomit upwards. Projectile vomit upwards. You could be looking at one of those planes flying over, like, what the hell? And I'll just stick like a my frantic. tongue out and curve it upward so it goes whoop. Well, they. That's actually a thing that I worry about because we were playing um, Doom, uh, and Doom. boyfriend has a uh, a projector screen, like big one, and I was getting nauseous from that. So I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I want to go any higher." <laughs> has anyone ever had uh, motion sickness from playing video games? Not video. Other games. than that time, no. I think video I'm only had a, no. 
I think I've only had a one time of playing Halo 2 or something at my buddy's place. Only this one time. And it had to be motion sickness because I felt better after I left. I was like, okay, I feel like it just went away. And I played it before and after that. The same game. No problems. But I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, like I'll get it from the from like newer games that have like the super high end graphics. Like I'll get it, and it's I'm old. It's all I can think of. I don't I don't know. Yeah, you are old. I am officially this officially this week. I'm 31 this week. Uh, welcome to the club. Ooh. I won't be 31 till three months. Mass Bunch of damn phone. children. Shut up, old man. Shut up, old woman. So as we're transitioning off this chat topic in the chat room, I see Sir, I'm going to say your chat your username wrong probably, but Seraltic has said VR has real promise though. Porn, sure, but real life applications such as training and things of that nature. I think he's right. Training yeah. of what? You could well look at it this way for like doctors and stuff like that. You could potentially oh, yeah. build something and be cool there <gasps> for a surgical simulator or something like that. I was that. thinking surgeon simulator. That'd be. So- Less, maybe less janky than Surgeon Simulator. Yes. I'll make it See, awesome. I'm thinking you take Surgeon Simulator, you add it to VR, and you mix in the Saw movies. Then that's a fun video game. That's quite possibly fun, too. I mean, that's <laughs> also known as murder, Anthony. <laughs> that's and not what I'm calling problem? it. I'm calling it a video game. If you guys are familiar <laughs> with Microsoft's HoloLens, that one also has some real potential for training opportunities and things like that because they can literally overlay 3D images over what you're seeing in the real world. So they gave some examples of using it to try and help someone redo their wiring. You can pull, call up an electrician on Skype. They see what you're seeing, and then they're literally overlaid over the wiring that you're looking at, telling you what to do. There's some real are cool they? applications for things like that. I think that one would be good for bomb techs. Yes, and lots of pe- and Microsoft is pushing Minecraft heavily with HoloLens because they own of Minecraft course. now, of course. But it's I don't know how that would work that well, though. I mean, I've seen like the show someone's table build up into Minecraft, but would you really want to play it like that, where you have to actually get up really close to your table? I don't play Minecraft, so I don't know. Me either. I used to. I, never I was alive when eight bit video games were an actual thing. I don't need to go back to Minecraft. Weren't we all? Yeah, we all I was were. Say we all were. <laughs> but the, of that though, I love playing Shovel Knight and Undertale, which are both eight bit games. Well, sixteen yeah, bit. I was about to say Shovel Knight's a bit more powerful than eight bit. Sixteen, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So we'll move on to the next story here, and I'm going to take mine next. But I think everyone on this show right now has an Android phone. Correct me if I'm wrong. Android, everyone. Yep. Screw yep. Apple. Yep. Well, I wasn't trying to get into an Apple v. Android war here, but there was an interesting story on Ars Technica. They have been reviewing some of the new Motorola phones, specifically the Moto Z and the Moto G4. Now, when they reviewed the Moto Z, which is the new cutting-edge phone from Motorola, they kind of had some issues when they found out that it was behind on the monthly security upgrades, and then they asked the Motorola reps at their Moto Z launch event if the company would commit to monthly security updates. They were flatly told no. You guys might have noticed, <laughs> recently on Android phones, about the beginning or midway through the month, you get an update that, hey, there's an update for Android, you should download this now. These are the security updates to take care of bugs and holes that have been found in Android that Google is pushing out to the carriers, and the carriers then pushing out to um, their phone vendors to update and prepare for their customers. Motorola is kind of... Ba- they should be. I, when I was still on my Samsung phone on AT&T, I was getting monthly updates. I know that much. Unless it just does it automatically, and I haven't even noticed. It might, 
I don't think it ever did. I had to tell it yes to do it, but it might if it sits idle for long enough to do it overnight. I'm not 100% sure. But security updates are a thing of, in recent memory with Android. And the Moto Z, they're not going to do it. And Ars Technica kind of slammed them for that on their site. And eventually, they pressed Motorola to get more information. And Motorola said this, Motorola understands that keeping phones up to date with Android security patches is important to our customers. We strive to push security patches as quickly as possible. However, because of the amount of testing and approvals that are necessary to deploy them, it's difficult to do them on a monthly basis for all our devices. It is most often efficient for us to bundle security updates in a scheduled re maintenance release or OS upgrade. As we previously stated, Moto Z Droid Edition will receive Android security bulletins and Moto G4 will also, but you have to wait for their updates to the OS versus getting the security updates on their own. That concerns me a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you've seen more and more issues come out where people are like, oh, there's this hole in Android. Google's real quick to fix it on their end. The problem is getting it through the carriers and the vendors back out to the customers. And if you put more lead time on that, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, it increases the window of hackers being able to get into stuff. Yeah, well, that's part of the reason there's why I went no back to a Nexus phone. Yeah, I really like my Samsung. I think, though, the next round I might try something different. So I will give Samsung credit. They have been, at least when I was on AT&T and had a Samsung phone, they were very good about getting those security updates out in a fairly yes. timely, timely, uh, not notion, a uh, timeline. Manner. Manner, that's Manor. what I meant to say. Sorry, complete brain fart. <laughs> but Motorola, you would have expected, say, two years ago we were talking about Motorola, that wouldn't be a problem. Because if you remember, two years ago, Google owned Motorola. Now Motorola was sold to Lenovo, and Lenovo seemingly is not as a uh, user conscious. Can I put it that way? <laughs> they're, they're seemingly Lenovo, and they're like, eh. <laughs> so uh, in the chat room, I see Seraltic had said Moto has a terrible track record when it comes to updates. Yes, uh, more so especially once they left Google. The new Lenovo Motorola, I think you're going to see lots of problems with that. Um, it'll be interesting. It's interesting watching the phone competitive market, like... Samsung versus Apple, or Samsung versus anything at this point. Um, I think its biggest competitor is actually the Nexus, isn't it? Well, the Samsung is by and far the most profitable, the most well-used Android device out there at this point. The Galaxy S6, S7, and the Notes, those are the thing right now. That's what I have. I have the Samsung Galaxy S6, and I've got their Note yeah, and I love my 7. That being said, I love my Nexus 6P that I picked up, which is one of the Nexus phones. It is a great phone, and you don't have to worry as much about, oh, when am I going to get the new version of Android? Because as soon as Google's done with it, they push it out, and you download it and put it on there. So as soon as Android N comes out in a few months, I'll upgrade to Android N. I don't have to worry about these security patches because they automatically push it to me each month, and I go, okay, do your thing. They're even doing it for have, Android Wear at this point, it seems like. Have because they not I've, picked a candy name yet? It's Nougat. Oh, it's Nougat? I was hoping for uh, Nutella, but a lot Nutella. of people figured it was Ooh. not going to be Nutella. Because if you remember, the current CEO of Microsoft is Satya Nadella. So there was a Ooh, too close Nadella, connection. Nutella? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that wouldn't be good. To be kids rhyming names and talking trash to them on the playground, that's no good. Where I spend most of my days... <laughs> either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself look like uncle phil there you go so i did want to bring this story up though so that if anyone's in the market for an android phone right now and they've been considering the new motorola phones number one don't because in their race to make the thinnest phone possible they have taken the headphone jack out of it which oh no, oh, no yeah jack they, at all, they give huh? you a USB C to 3.5 millimeter headphone adapter which is 
okay, I guess, but to save two millimeters off my phone, I'd rather have the headphone jack. I really would. I haven't had good experience, but I did have the Motorola phones, because I had, before I did the, before I made the switch to Samsung, all I had was Motorola. What phone did you have? Was it the Moto X? I had the Moto X, and I had the Droid. The Moto X was a sweet phone. The girlfriend had that. That was back when Google owned Android. Google owned Motorola, excuse me. And that was a mine, solid phone. Mine never worked. Like it just would constantly like restart itself and like I would never it would, it was just so many problems I had with it. So after that la- after the last Moto X is when I was like fuck this shit, I'm done. So, That's when I got the uh, the Samsung 4, I think. Samsung so has did, rehabilitated the Razer, right? deal. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Razer was the only Moto phone I ever had. The Razer was, and a when it came phone. out, that was a sweet phone. Yeah, the Razer was great. So I'm unintentionally getting Stephen fired up again in the chat room. I see, oh come on again! You just want to get me fired up, Chris. What he's referencing there <laughs> is in the most recent episode of the GunnaGeek.com show, we had a conversation about Apple's rumor that they're taking the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack out of their phone, in addition to Motorola having already done it. And we had an interesting argument on it, and Steven actually sided with Apple for once. So if you want to hear more about that, go check out the GunnaGeek.com show over at uh, GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And Steven's asking, what gen of Moto did you have, Naki? Was the Moto X1 or 2? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I just remember that it never worked, and it was the final straw of me owning anything Motorola. Well, I would not own anything Motorola at this point, because the new Lenovo Motorola is not at all close to what the Google Motorola was. and let's let's be fair. I was a Motorola fan because I had the Droid, I had the Droid Two, I had, and then I had the Motorola X. But starting with the Two, Droid Two, is when I started having problems, like phone calls randomly dropping, and that like you could, I, I would equate that to my service, except for the fact that all of the other phones in the house worked. So it wasn't my phone. It was or it wasn't the service, it was my phone. Okay. And then, um, like, it just wouldn't randomly stop connecting to the internet. Like, hey, no, you don't need the internet anymore. It's like, okay. Strange. Um, and then it, starting with, and then I, so I was like, okay, maybe I just need to upgrade. Maybe I'm really out of date. So I got the Motorola X, and that phone just never stopped restarting itself. Like, there, it, it finally died by the fact that I turned it off, left it alone for a whole day. Like, for a whole day, the thing was just sat there. I picked it up, turned it on, and it's just started cycling and restarting over and over and over and over. It's better than how my Galaxy S6 melted itself down a few weeks back. That oh, was no. Yeah. Mine still goes. That's why, I have a Moto, that's why I have a Nexus 6P now, because my S6 blew up and I needed a phone, and I could buy it from Amazon and have it the next day. S4 still. Oh, very nice. Actually, I was using my S3 until I upgraded to 7, and the only problem with that one was that the home screen stopped working all the time. Other than that, the phone was great. Hmm. I have no problems with it. It's not breaking down or anything. Yeah, I'm on a 6. I haven't had any problems with it. I didn't until it melted down. Once it melted down, I decided I was done. (laughs) And I do not regret that decision. So we are running long on time, I've realized. Naki, what do you have for your news this week? Um... So, <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! You knew it was coming. I know. Uh, so, mine is not really news of the week so much as kind of an announcement. Is um, I'm going to be speaking at a convention in September. Yay! Yay! Uh, September seventeenth, I will be speaking at GalaxyCon in Joliet. Um, it'll be just me. 
because these guys live far away. Um, but if you're in the area of Joliet, Illinois, um, I'll be speaking for about half hour, hour, just on podcasting. Um, I'll be interviewed by a guy named Doc, who I used to work with over at the comic book store. Um, they asked me to come and just speak out on being in the podcast, hobby podcaster world, um, and how to, you know, what what my experiences have been and stuff like that. So it'll be cool. Um, I'll have flyers and stuff like that from, and I've got my business card, and you can come up and say hi, and it'll be cool. And um, it's a kid con though, so be prepared for time to children. Oh. I mean, it's it's aimed for kids. It's at Joliet Museum. Um, they, it's they, actually really. Have they ever listened to this podcast? I don't think. <laughs> so. I'm gonna think say no. They uh, knew that I used to work with children, and went off of that. And now you're a foul-mouthed lady. Uh, when I was still, she not? Uh, even when I work worked with children. children. I mean, but I mean, so. They, they asked me to come talk and, like, talk to people who wanted to start podcasting and, like, whether they be, like, 17, you know, and starting out on their own or older people who want to do it or whatever. There's also the fact that they, a lot of the people coming probably are older and don't really know what podcasts are. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll talk. I don't mind talking. It'll be real life, though. Well, if you have a chance, weird. try and record the audio and we'll try and put it out. On the show, that, that will be a thing. Is we'll be trying to record the audio so you guys can all hear. Um, if you have anything that you think I should talk about, you know, send that along. Robot penises. Obviously, robot penises will be a huge topic of discussion. Huge topic. They're going to take over the world. <laughs> um, you know, dick butts, bacon, the usual. Um, other than that, uh, news of the week. Uh, we went to the Harry Potter opening. Uh, last night. Shut up, Willie. No one likes I didn't you. say anything. <laughs> um, but uh, we wound up not being able to stay because I'm in Shut up, Naki. And... See? See? <laughs> Such hate. Such hate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Chris. I approve of it. <laughs> I did not say That's that. That's called a frame job. But uh, if you didn't know, the new Harry Potter book came out last night. Um, which is actually the script for The Cursed Child, um, which is the new Harry Potter play that opened up in England. And um, for mm. those of us who can't get to England, so there's that. And um, But we wound up not being able to stay because I'm injured and there was no seating. So I was going to die. And I didn't feel like dying last night. So we're going to go today and get it. Yay. I <laughs> bought it uh, on my Kindle. And it was 12.01. I was like, where the hell is my book? And it didn't show up to like 12.40. And first world so... problem question is it in script format yes it is in yes. script format okay. it is in script format yeah oh, so you're actually buying the stage script you are buying a, the script it is not an actual it, it is not a novelization book. adaptation of the script it is just the script i saw the trailer for that uh fantastic beast one that looks better than i thought it was going to that it looks, looks kind of cool fantastic and bullseyes like, in it oh what's that and one guy's name Colin there's Farrell? an actor in it i can't remember his name Colin Farrell is the only actor in it. Sorry. Get back to me in a second. I'll be... Was it called Fantastic Beast? Fantastic yeah. Beast and Where to Find Him. Where to Find Was him. it Eddie Redmayne? Yeah, because Redmayne's the main character. Yeah, he's Newt Scarmander, if I recall correctly. Yep. See, I uh, know no, no. shit. I know it. What's his name? Oh, uh, Dan Fogler. Nope. He was in uh, Fanboys. Oh, yes. 
And he was also mm. in uh, the Goldberg's show as the uh, the brother only comes in on Thanksgiving episodes. I love fanboys. Oh, I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, now. I was like, that's that guy. I like that guy. It's been a long time since we watched that movie. More excuse to watch it again. Oh, it's a great movie. I'll watch it again. No doubt. Oh, puppy, you're awake. Hi, but I was like, hmm, I might watch it now. Let's toss it to Anthony because as I look at the clock, we only have... 10 minutes of showtime left because we talked about Pokemon for so long. <laughs> well, I mean, and Pokemon's a Balls of Fury is the movie he's in, Willie. Yeah. That's that's the one you gotta talk about. That's Wait, his star. That no, that wasn't him. That was, uh... Was that him? Yeah, he yeah. was in Balls yeah, of he Fury. Was he was the main oh, Dan Fogler? Yeah, he's oh. the world's greatest fucking ping-pong player. Oh, I thought that was <laughs> that guy that was on that VH1 show the, where they're always talking about best show of the week or the I love the blank decade where the guy always I wearing the trucker hat. I love the 80s. No, that was a oh, you thought guy. it was Judah Freelander? I don't. You could. I don't. I remember seeing that movie one time in theaters. Well, it's Dan Fogler. It is Dan I Fogler. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> I mean, Christopher Walken's in it, too. I remember him. Somebody like right. Candace dying, I think. Yeah, he's awesome. Okay, my news of the week is two different projects. Um, for those that aren't aware, Danny Trejo is fucking awesome, and Machete Don't Text. The dude has 318 acting credits on IMDb. There's right now over 15 films on his IMDb credit for 2016 and 2017 that are filming, completed, in pre- or post-production. Like, the guy's a machine because he actually put a thing out through his press agent because Danny Trejo's not really an actor. Danny Trejo is an ex-gangbanger and drug addict who went to a job, a film set as an AA member to help a kid, while he was there, basically got drafted into a movie and has an entire acting career because of that. So pretty much if a, a student film crew can pay him lunch, he will show up at anybody's movie if they ask for him. The guy is fucking awesome. And after doing three badass films, he is now doing uh, the idea they had on Badasses in the Bayou, which is basically Die Hard in a Retirement Home. So there is a movie called Social Security on Indiegogo that has three days left. They're sitting at the 50% mark of the 75000 that they're trying to raise. So it's, it's really bumped up because like two weeks ago they were sitting at about ten grand, And now they're up to thirty seven. So they're, they're doing a lot better than they were. But there's some really good perks on it. And it's you know it just looks like a funny-ass movie. It's Danny Trejo. I don't see any reason anybody wouldn't want to back this. Because, yeah, it's literally Social Security the Moody, Don't Mess With Grandpa. They got hats, they got beanies, they got T-shirts. Um, I think I signed up to get one of the, the scripts and the set list. Like, And there's some so there's some crazy stuff on there, too, that uh, the, the really high-end items that haven't gone yet. One of them is being punched by Danny in the film, which I think that one's like a couple grand. And then there's another one where you can, you can buy his car from the movie. Interesting. And... Yeah, that one's like super expensive. But I mean, there there's stuff literally from five dollars up to what's the biggest one? Yeah, fifteen grand for a fight scene with Danny Trejo. Like if I had fifteen grand, I would fucking buy that perk. Because it would be worth it to be in a fight scene with Danny Trejo. That you would be awesome. Skippy. Yeah, thirty two grand for Danny's car. And they actually put in a million dollars for a multi picture deal. If you oh no, it's ten million. So if you kick in ten million you get producer perks, and you get to be in a three-picture deal. <laughs> huh. 
So like they, they went they went nuts on you know and I mean those are the huge things but there's also you know lots of really small fun stuff. Um, and they're they're doing a bunch of stuff with uh, Danny's restaurant as well alongside the movie with Trejo Tacos, and I think most of the stuff that he does with that restaurant goes uh, ends up a lot of it goes to charity. I do like tacos. But yeah, it, yeah, it he's an awesome guy, and yeah, it's just one of those things where I I can't believe more people aren't donating to see another badass Danny Trejo movie because this is one where it's literally him and a director that he works with a lot, and they came up with an idea of something that he wants to do. And so I want to see Danny Trejo do fucking Die Hard in a retirement home because that's just going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, for five bucks you get the special thanks and film credit, so that I'm I'm pretty sure it's another one of those ones where it would add to your IMDb, which I already have an IMDb because I donated to She Makes Comics, and the special thanks on that actually got people listed in IMDb oh, under cool. the special thanks section. So, yeah, so I mean for five bucks if you want I if you want your own IMDb page. Go donate five bucks to Social Security, and more than likely you'll end up with an IMDb page when you get special thanks in the credits of the film. Hmm, that is pretty cool. And now hey, wait, I don't think I can because isn't Willie Nelson already taken by the SAG? Only there's only one Willie Nelson. You'd probably have to have an alternate IMDb name. Willie D. Nelson. <laughs> Willie D. Nelson, as in the Nelson. Yeah. The Nelson. The Nelson. But yeah, that one looks really good, and then um. Did you guys have a chance to read Scolder Stories uh, for Echo? I got distracted by Harry Potter. I, I read it earlier this morning. Uh, no. I'm the really? worst. Really? <laughs> no, the I actually started to, and then um, my doctor called me in, so I was not able to continue. Because that's how I, I do things, is I read things while I'm waiting for other things. Stupid doctors. <laughs> I know. Uh, so uh, on Instagram, there is a user named at Justin underscore Prime, and his main website is theartofjustinprime.com. And I've been a Instagram follower of his for a while and been seeing these sketches of these crazy soldier-looking dudes with these skull faces that he's been working on for a good solid year now. And uh, he's been prepping, and he's starting his Kickstarter on Monday. And so it's awesome because on his Instagram, like he's been asking people like what type of perks they want to see, going through different story ideas, working through actual pages of the comic as he's finishing it. And from what I can tell, he's doing it basically all himself. So, like, he's, you'll see him do sketches and then inks and then see him do colors and, like, go back and work on pages and stuff. So he's getting everything prepped to launch live on Monday. And pretty much the short sell of it is that it's telepathic ninja soldiers in the future. And they all wear these skull face masks that... Uh, have light up indicators so either it's what is it it's neutral it's just black and it's I think light blue for the telepathic powers and then red for when someone's about to get their ass whooped so I like the idea of that just for like a storytelling concept because it's gonna look cool in the comic when you can tell like you know whether or not something's about to happen by the color actual coding on the soldier uh, outfits but yeah the first issue is really cool the 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 artworks awesome it just looks like it's going to be a really fun book. So I'm really excited to see uh, what he actually puts up on uh, Kickstarter tomorrow. But he's got tier rewards from, what is it, 1 through 9. So from 5 bucks up to $1,000, which, like, the, the lowest tier is... This is what he put on his Instagram, so it's not on Kickstarter yet. But he put the lowest tier would be a PDF pack with a version of Soldier Stories for Echo Number 1. And a bonus 12-page Nyx backstory, which Nyx is uh, the main character. 
and then that will be a pencils-only digital PDF download, and then Sculpture PDF Images Collection by Justin Prime. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to be doing a bunch of stuff to where, yeah, literally it's from a $5 PDF pack up to, for the 1000 bucks you get a 13 by 19 exclusive Tier 9 print signed and numbered. You become a Sculpture in your own eight-page story written by Justin Prime, drawn by Justin Prime, and in canon, and you get all of Tiers 1 through 5 and 8. So, nice. I mean... Not He's bad. got a, a whole bunch of good perks, but yeah, it, it looks it's gonna be it looks like it's gonna be a fun project. And yeah, the first issue was really cool, and, and I, I I just I fucking love the design of his characters. They all wear the the soldier suit, like it's got the face mask, but also it's uh, certain setup padding that's designed to actually make them faster and stronger. It hardens for when they're fucking you know like whooping people's ass. It's just a it's a really cool character design concept, and it looks like it's gonna be a fun series of books. Yeah, that one goes live on Kickstarter Monday. That's pretty cool, then. We'll have to go and check that one out. But we are wrapping up on time. We are near the end of the show. Before we move off the show, though, and start wrapping things up, we do like to remind people that we are, in fact, part of a network. It is the Gunna Geek Network, which you can find over at gunnageeknetwork.com. We have 18 different podcasts on the network, meaning we got a crap ton of podcasts for you guys to listen to. All sorts of cool nerdy topics and geeky topics. But each week we do try to highlight one specific show from the network. This week I want to talk to you guys about episode 135 of the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast entitled Daredevil, Penny, and Dime. In this episode, Agents Stargate, Pioneer, and Haley are joined by intern Ferris to discuss the Daredevil season 2 fourth episode, Penny and Dime, and somehow along the way discover that Ferris would be Punisher if he was a superhero. Check out who wins the latest giveaway and stick around after the show for the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. patented post-show outtakes. So that is Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Go check it out. It's good stuff. Do it. I actually just started downloading Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Longbox Edition. Longbox Edition is a separate podcast all about comics for those that are not familiar. I just added both to my pull list on my iTunes. Very nice. And we do need to start wrapping things up. We're going to do so fairly quickly this week because we're already over. For those that aren't familiar, we wrap up the show with a bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys in the peanut gallery and those that are listening later or watching later on YouTube what the nerdy or geeky things are that we're getting into and maybe, just maybe, entice you to come and enjoy them with us. And I'm going to go first because I don't really have a whole ton of stuff and it'll be pretty quick. I have been doing podcasts because it's what I do, and I'm reading Harry Potter. That's really about it. And Pokemon <laughs> Go, I guess. That's really all I've been getting into. How about you, Willie? What have you been doing, sir? Uh, really quickly, Pokemon Go. I did finish Mad Max. I'm actually probably going to abandon the Platinum Trophy because that's going to take about another month or so to finish. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. What's the last like super hard one that you can't do? Oh, there's a couple that like, uh, scavenge every location. Like, there's always like these little scrap parts you find in areas all over the map. I did every single one in the first little section that you uh, do. The first section you opens up to you, and then I kind of skipped it on the second one because I just kind of wanted to keep on going. I did beat the game finally, where it was like there's like two story missions I was left with, and I did those really quickly. Man, there's like there's I'm looking around. There's like probably over a, still over a hundred locations of scavenge that's Ugh. all over the map. I'm like, no, no, no. I can't do that. <laughs> Bail. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could. No. I don't even want to think about it. I started replaying, or started not replaying, but I uh, started up Watch Dogs again, because I didn't really give it that much of a chance when I first downloaded it, so it's I'm going to okay give it another chance. at best. The driving is so bad. Yeah, the driving's really bad. Oh, that's the yeah. worst part of it, is the driving. But- 
But you can hack a softball machine. That was kind of fun, some of the stuff you could hack, even though it made absolutely no sense. Only if it could hit somebody in the nuts. Was this jackass? the first, like, five minutes. Sorry, I'm not spoiling anything. In Uh, the nuts. I think I might be uh, downloading Overwatch today to start that out, because I play a little bit of it, and it seems fun. I want it for myself. It's Blizzard. It's got to be fun. And then I'm also going to be pre-ordering... I'm also going to be pre-ordering uh, No Man's Sky. That one that looks really fun. Soon. So what, Naki? That comes out soon, doesn't it? I think the 9th? August. It's coming up. Unless yeah, it gets delayed again. Isn't it the 9th, though? Is that a Tuesday? I think so. I'm going to yeah, say yes. Because I'm, a, I'm on vacation until the 8th. Ooh. So. so it comes out the 9th. Yep, yep, yep. Real quick, I forgot one thing on my stuff. I saw Jason Bourne on Friday night. Don't waste your time. It's average at best. I've never I seen, seen any, any of, them. of those movies. The first three are yeah. awesome. This one was just. Meh. Wait, what about Legacy with Hawkeye? Oh, I never watched that one either because you can't. I like do... that one. Yeah. Hawkeye was retarded, and the Bourne Project made him smart. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about that uh, Jeremy Renner himself? Yeah. No, not Maybe. Jeremy Renner himself. The character he played. <laughs> was, was, that I said, I said was that what it's about? Where he was literally Renner. mentally handicapped? and they Basically, made yeah. Okay. He was mentally deficient and they turned him into a Jason Bourne type character. Interesting. I kind of want to see it now. Yeah, I don't know. So, Naki, what have you been getting into? Um, my puppy had a very bad week. He uh, got skunked and then a day later hurt his legs. Um, so... I'm currently watching. That's why I keep going out of screen if you're watching the video version because I'm taking care of Puppy and making sure he's not chewing on his leg. Um, Other than that, uh, I'm also broken, but that's okay because I'm still running a marathon and um, I'm turning 31 this week. I'm not asking for anything for my birthday unless unless if you do want to give me something, I'm trying to uh, meet my goal for uh, raising $1,000 for charity. So, um, bit... L-Y slash Naki Marathon? That is correct, where the N and M are capitalized. Yeah. Um, And uh, that's basically all that's happening for turning 31, because I'm officially in my 30s now. What, what? You were when you turned 30. Wasn't that like a year ago? Almost. Yeah, right? When she turned 30, she was hanging on to 29. That's where she was. Exactly. I was hanging on by a thread. (laughs) I don't think she's let go of it. Now I'm officially in my 30s, um, but that's that's this the, the marathon is my crazy thing. So I've started my PT. I'm done with steroids now, thank God, because they're terrible and I hate them. Um, <laughs> steroids are awesome. No, I have been not the kind she had. Oh, I I have been swollen. I have been an emotional wreck. I have been just terrible all the way around. Um, and then uh. On top of that, I am currently going through, uh, the, I am currently reading, and by reading I mean listening to the audiobook for Patrick Rothfuss's, Roth, I think I'm saying his last name wrong. Rothfuss, uh, I believe. Thank you. Name of the Wind, which I um, uh, I don't think is supposed to be emotional and make me cry, but because I was on steroids, I did cry at it twice so far, and I am not a touchy-feely person. Also, Steven Universe is updating nightly, so make sure you're watching that if you are a Steven Universe fan. Cool, cool. That's all I got. Cool. How about you, Bachman? What have you been getting into? Uh, I apologize for my lateness. Even though I don't drink, I was the DD last night. So the roommates got me home about, well, I got the roommates home about 
two thirty, two forty five, and then ate two Jack in the Box burgers. So I woke up when Chris sent the the notification that the live thing was starting. So yeah, <laughs> so that's why I was late. I slept through my fucking alarms. Yeah, we I went to a wake yesterday and then came home and changed and cooled down and then we went downtown a little after six and yeah, the roommates closed out the bar. Had fun, caught a bunch of Pokemon, went to a bunch of different places and they had a bunch of different drinks. I basically just ate a bunch of different food. But yeah, I'm fucking tired. And now I have to go look at condos. <laughs> and it's going to be hot. So today's going to suck as well. But yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been busy. Um, I know I got it last time. I don't remember if I shared it last time. But I did pick up the Ray exclusive from Walgreens where she's holding the... Where she's handing Luke the lightsaber. That's but cool. she's not a villain. Shut up. Yeah, you broke your <laughs> one rule. Yeah, well, he's yeah. broken it many times. Yeah, basically for anything cool in Star Wars, I've, I've broken it. And Doctor Strange, too. I Fuck rules. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> Screw your rules. Yeah. yeah. I Like, literally, at one, one of the places we stopped, I covered everybody's tab, and it ended up being, like, 40, 50 bucks. But, yeah, I went out last night downtown until after 2 a.m., and on top of everything, I think I spent maybe $60. So that right there, compared to a normal night, I saved, like, 140 bucks. So I'm good. <laughs> it's amazing how much money you save by not drinking. Oh, yeah. It's a lot, if you're, especially if you're an ex-sailor from a family of alcoholics. I just uh, spend my money on food now. Yeah. Oh, I, we went to a place called Prost, where it's basically a bunch of German, uh, German beers and a full like German menu, and I got a sauerkraut uh, uh, actual fucking sausage on a big thick bun with the ground mustard shit. Oh, it was so good. You're making and me then, hungry, and I already ate breakfast. Mm, <laughs> yeah, sauerkraut. I want bacon. I also found uh, my Target finally put out some of their exclusives, so I got the other Joker, the Boxer. So I think I now have all the Jokers from the Suicide Squad pop series. Nah. So I was stoked to get that one. Nah. And then meh. I'm on board with the meh. Couple of couple of comics came out. I picked up a bunch more of the Rebirth stuff to give it a, a bigger shot, uh, just because I really did like Nightwing number one. And so now the Nightwing number one of the series is out. I haven't read that yet, but I picked up Hal Jordan. I picked up some more of the Green Lanterns. And I picked up the next two issues of The Flash, which was really good. Um, they, they're doing a story where a speed storm hits uh, Central City, and the lightning is striking random people and giving them access to the speed force, like, instantly. And so The Flash is running around dealing with one of his detective buddies got speed powers, so that guy is helping him, uh, August Hart. But random people throughout the city are getting it, and so some of them, of course, are good people that are going to Star Labs and trying to test out their abilities, and other ones are forming gangs and robbing banks at super speed. So it, it's a pretty cool story, and it's uh, for anybody that liked the last uh, Peter David X Factor when they were the Serval, like, Google super team, it's, uh, I can't remember his name, it's an Italian guy, Demon Coley, but he was the artist on it, and he's doing the art on, um, on Flash now. Yeah, D. Giant Domenico. That's what it is. Motherfucker's name is long as hell. But yeah, it's 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 a really cool book, and his artwork is awesome for just like being electric. But um, one of the good ones that came out this week was Totally Awesome Hulk, another tie into Civil War Two. And in this issue, they address what I talked about last week was the fact that fucking Banner didn't have any gamma in him. There's no possible way he could have turned into the Hulk, and so Hawkeye murdered a human. 
And so it's nice that Amadeus Cho basically addresses that in this issue. So they they didn't skip it. It's just the the timing on the issues coming out. I don't think worked very well, but they did address it in this book. So that was good. And then the new actual Civil War came out, and in this one we find out what happens to Hawkeye after he goes to court. And then basically the end of this issue is the start of the actual fucking beatdown. So this is the issue that ends with here's fucking Tony on one side with all his people. Here's Captain Marvel on her side with all her people, and they start running at each other, and that's the end of the issue. So, issue five will be fucking fantastic, because it's going to be the beatdown issue. Uh, let's see, yeah, Flash came out, Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Black Panther continues to be fucking just fantastic. Uh ta Coates' redesign of basically Wakanda and the whole world is fucking great. Um, sadly, I think this is uh, Brian Selfies' last issue for the first arc, but he's started working on the third arc, and they have fill-in artists coming in to do the second art. So it looks like they're going to alternate kind of the way uh, Marvel was doing with Amazing Spider-Man for a while. So well, we won't consistently get Brian Selfrey's art, which sucks. But because his artwork is so awesome, they're like giving him lead time to do different arcs. So if that's what keeps him on the book, I'm down for it because his book has been amazing. Uh, and then uh, Captain America Steve Rogers, they go into an even fuller explanation of how, basically, spoilers, Cubic went back in time and altered the life of Steve Rogers' parents, which made him join Hydra as a kid, and what that means for Steve Rogers now. And in this issue, you actually get to see him do like a, like a, a, a FaceTime check-in with the Red Skull, where he goes into a secret room, takes off the, the top of the Super Soldier outfit, dips his hands in this black ink, and draws a Hydra logo on his chest, and then like FaceTimes with Red Skull and calling him Master, and I gotta tell you, it's creepy as fuck to see Steve Rogers do that. Like, it's a really interesting book. We all know it's gonna get, uh, you know, undone, fixed, whatever. They go back and fix time at some point. But until they do, it's really fucking cool. And then, uh, what was the other real good one? Yeah, uh, all new Avengers. Awesome cover. You got Miles Morales clacking the Nega bands together. Uh, the whole team got stuck in the negative zone fighting um, Annihilus. And so you end up having this thing where part of the team gets back to another planet and part of the team is stuck with Nihilus and they keep swapping out the Nega bands so they can keep clicking them and sending somebody else. So they're changing the person that Nihilus is fighting over and over and over while he's in the middle of a fight with them. And it's fun because they're basically fucking with him and every time he goes to do something based on who he's fighting, they swap somebody out. And so it's really cool to see the team actually thinking their way through a fight even though, I mean, it's a lot of the big superpowers, but they, yeah, they think their way through actually winning this battle, which is really cool to see. Yeah, and other than that, yeah, that's that's about all I've been up to. Cool, cool. So that is going to wrap things up. As we're wrapping up the show, I did want to remind everyone, the next live show you can find on Geeks.Live is the official GunGeek.com show. That's at 8.45 p.m. Monday night tomorrow. That would be August 1st for those of you that might be listening a different date. And if you hear me talking about that and you always go, well, I never hear the show in time to know what's coming up next, it's okay. Go to Geeks.Live. There's a calendar on Geeks.Live that shows you when all of the awesome live shows are playing. And I actually screwed up. The next live show is actually PopXCast tonight at 9 p.m. I was just going to ask, do we not have PopXCast? No, I just screwed it up on my notes. That's all. So Yay! <laughs> I should have gone to Geeks.Live and looked at the calendar, but the only problem is then it would have started playing the YouTube video and then there would have been conflicting sounds and I would have gone insane from the That's echo in the loop and you'd have to edit that and that would require <laughs> you to edit. edit what is that oh and i saw i saw star trek chris was right the music perfectly worked yeah 
And the motorcycle doesn't make sense. Yes. Star Trek's an awesome it, movie. Yeah, it wasn't a perfect movie, but it was a really good movie. And uh, fucking Scotty is amazing. I'm bummed because Pig. the box office take went down a ton this week, so I'm not sure how well it's going to do in the uh, long term, which is yeah. saddening. It was better than Ghostbusters, I'll tell you that. I, I still like haven't seen Ghostbusters. It's on my list. I'll get to it at some point. But it's next, good. It's funny. Next it's weekend, just not Suicide a Squad. Film. And I don't really care as much about Suicide Squad, but the girlfriend loves Jared Leto, so. Oh, I guess I've already wrong. taken half a day off for work. Nope, not caring. Yeah. I'm going because boyfriend wants to go. That's that's about it. I'm going for Margot Robbie, really. That was a dirty look honest. you just cast off screen, Naki. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are going to get out of here. Thank you so much to everyone who did tune in live or anyone who's listened to a later date. You can find all of our contact information over on gunnageeknetwork.com. And we'll see you guys next week live at 11 a.m. Eastern over at geeks.live. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel three of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.